0: from growingfuturesrhodeisland.org and the Rhode Island Nursery and Landscape Association. This is the Growing Futures podcast. I'm your host, Christy Milligan, inviting you to grow your future. In today's interview, I got a chance to sit down with the father-son duo of C. Johnson Landscaping and side company, Greeneries. Chad and Chuck Johnson take a whole systems approach to managing landscapes. It really is a labor of love for the both of them. I sat down with them in Cranston, Rhode Island, where they operate their business from. <laughs> okay, so Chad, maybe you start. My
1: name's Chad Johnson. and. I am the owner of Greeneries.
0: It was so inspiring to get to chat with them about the history of their family business and the path that has led them to where they are today. Let's hear from the both of them.
1: Grew up within a landscape company, uh, third generation, grandfather started it. my dad took it over. Uh, the name of that company is C. Johnson Landscape, and Greeneries was birthed from that to, to niche in plant health and turf health. It was kind of a seamless transition or like this natural evolution because it just had a real love and passion to know the why behind, you know, why does that plant look like that? Why does that plant look bad? Why does that plant look good? And I just wanted to know what that was. So it was kind of this natural coming out from, from learning how to install and grow. You know, my grandfather worked the earth as a farmer, so, he taught taught me how to grow whatever. I mean, he knew the soil, and uh, he might not have known all the Latin names that I learned going through URI in, in my education on horticulture, but he knew how to grow anything because he knew how to work work the soil. And it was this, you know, coming from the farming uh, in the Midwest in Minnesota is where where my dad and my grandfather are from, and uh, this natural transition into urban farming. So it's very translatable but just in a different environment in the city versus the rural. And, um, and in fact, my degree is urban horticulture, so it kind of was this natural progression to doing this understanding of the plant health and how we interact with that and that everything is in this holistic system. Everything we do from choosing the right plant to choosing the location to soil textures, moisture levels, uh, wind, salt, how it's maintained, how it's pruned, what we apply to that—they all, they're all connected in some way, shape, or form. And so, knowing that it's all relatable lets us understand that just working on one piece of it's probably not going to solve the problem. So, with my background in everything landscape-associated—from from digging in plants, you know, from the design stage right through inception, installation, some hardscape. Uh, being able to do all of that helps me with my understanding of, okay, I know how it should be done. This plant is like this because of some of those circumstances. How can I either reverse engineer to figure out why there's a plant health problem, but also how can I get ahead of it to help landscapers and others in the industry start from square one and do it the right way so that knowing that it's all connected will help us further on when we do have a plant health problem to be able to diagnose that, come up with a a way to solve it and then a way to assess and monitor moving forward. So I believe everything that we do is interconnected. I, I believe that, that we were created to do what we do, to work the earth, to be stewards of this earth, and to watch things grow and how that interaction literally interacts with our human lifestyle. I mean, what we do with Plant Health and with Turf Health, we're fostering the very thing that provides oxygen for our lungs. So in that regard, a healthier plant produces more oxygen, it sequesters carbon, it filters out air pollutants, noise pollutants, stops erosion, gathers storm waters, and allows it to per, you know, to permeate through the soil, back down in, and recharge the groundwater. So it's, it's all related in what we do. And so getting that base from my grandfather and my father, and then kind of building on that, it was kind of like I went to school to learn the why behind what they already knew by experience. So it was kind of fulfilling and coming full circle of now, they told me how to do it, I learned the why behind why they did it, and why we're successful or not successful at the end of it, because of having all those parts work together.
0: Your your family business started before you... Well, I guess... No, so actually I was going to... I want you to um, just do your intro, so just say your name, the company, and your position, you know, owner, and um, you can even say how long you've been running the company, um, just so we have that, because we didn't get that
2: earlier. Hello, I am Chuck Johnson, and I am the owner of C. Johnson Landscape Company, and I've been servicing clients for over 60 years, hard to believe. But the time has passed, and I've enjoyed every moment of it, and uh, someone asked me when I was going to retire, and I said, well, if you're enjoying it, can it ever be considered work? So how do you retire from enjoying something in life? (laughs)
0: love it I guess I want to what made you decide to go to college if you knew you were going to have this family business to inherit um you know Chuck did you push him to go to school or was that something you just wanted to do or
2: yes uh definitely I told him to uh to uh do what he felt to do in, in life it's you know life uh work is uh it's a lifetime and so you want to choose something that you enjoy so don't don't do it because your grandfather and your father did it. Do it because you want to do it. And if you're going to do it, you're going to go get your degree. And uh, at first he was a little hard.
0: <laughs> he said, well, I'm
2: learning so much from you and Grant, <clears throat> and that will be sufficient. I'll learn along the way. But I just feel like laying a good foundation, getting your education, it always has you. you know, when you have a better understanding, you have a better appreciation. And if you have an appreciation for something, you know, there's a love that comes that, uh, first of all, you enjoy it, but then you want to share it with others, and in sharing with others, you want to do your very best. I was uh, born on a farm in Minnesota, and uh, I just enjoyed the, the corn fields and the bean fields and the flowers growing my father and my mother used to do planting around the house, and I just enjoyed that so much, and I said, that's something that I enjoy, but I'd like others to enjoy it. So, after uh my mother passed and left my father with uh nine children it was a little he had to make some decisions as to where he would go how he would go and uh so we were my uncle lived in rhode Island and uh invited us to come and he said we'll find you work and uh a place for you to stay and so we packed everything that we owned in a little 1954 kaiser and uh drove to rhode Island with the clothes on our back and uh And then little by little, uh, one person would say, hey, uh, I know that you do uh, soil work and uh, you've done farming. Would you do some things around my house? And you'd start from one and one would tell another and said, you're doing a great job. And little by little, equipment was uh, purchased and uh, it started to grow into a a business that, that I was enjoying because of my appreciation of flowers and plants and Green lawns and um, how it just accented and made uh, homes, uh, houses homes, and uh, I wanted to share that, so I, I decided that I would do it. At one point, my father told me, "He said, make sure that this is what you want to do." And I did some did some education in Boston on, in electronics, but it just wasn't It just wasn't my fit, and uh, so they uh, took over the business uh, when I was. Uh, I guess it was around. 18 years old. My father worked with me until uh, he was what, 89 years old. Oh wow! He just enjoyed it that much, and that this is what I appreciate so much about working the land and uh, the environment, uh, because it affects everyone. And if you can make it better, it makes them feel better. And to come home to a you know a, a landscape property just brings a joy. Uh, sometimes I pull into my yard and I say. I get to live here. And I hope that others will uh, will share that passion and compassion for others so that they can enjoy it. And um, I, I believe that being uh, more educated, finding out the ins and outs, uh, the beginnings of plants and root systems and, and the growth and the flowering. And as Ch- Chad mentioned, you know the, uh, the proper pla- plant for the proper place makes all the difference in the world because it's gonna be longer lasting And uh, it's going to be more beauty and more appreciation. And as they mature, this is what I love about landscaping, is that you plant a a plant and you watch it grow as you maintain it. Uh, We've had the privilege of uh, working for customers for over 60 years. And I was 8 years old when I started working with my father. And, you know, I didn't play a lot of baseball, but I enjoyed what I was doing. And here's the, the best part of it. I got to be with my dad and now I get to be with my son. And now we're it's coming to a place where my grandson is is taking a place, and as how far he will go? I don't know, but seems to have taken a liking to, to working and, and appreciating the accomplishment of, of the works of your hands, and the ability um, that you learn and that you share, that you experience, and, and that you grow into. And, and then to see the, the end result, that's exciting. And over the years, I still have, you know, customers that will uh, tell me how much they appreciate, you know, the the hard work and the care that I have taken for their property. I'll be able to pass that down to my uh, my grandchildren also, uh, whether they go into it full time, which I would recommend. It, <laughs> it's a great life, just to see the the beginning, sowing that seed, and then see the the tree blossom and and bear the fruit uh, in more ways than what you might eat but what you perceive with your eyes and then creating that environment of a, of, of a peaceful place where you can you can come to and just relax and, and think of the goodness of life that God has given us
0: Yeah, so I guess I'll I'll ask this to both of you. Do you feel like, you know, in creating this beauty, like I I love how you said you make a house a home, that really like spoke to me. Do you feel like that's one of the most rewarding parts of the job is like bringing this beauty, or or what is the most rewarding?
2: I think the twofold for me is seeing that beauty and their appreciation, but the fact that we, we were able to do it together as a father and a son and a grandson, and my father before that, it was, it just, it becomes part of our heritage, and um, the joy that comes from that is, is so fulfilling, you know, in, in my, now my latter years, I'm, I'm enjoying and appreciating what was accomplished in those years, even though I can't do what I did when I was 17 years old, I still can share with someone else how to do it, and hopefully they'll, they'll catch the, uh, the fever, and, <laughs> and grow into it, it's awesome. If you can
1: lend an experience to someone and they can go, you know, that sounds interesting. Maybe you planted a seed where they'll now start to discover something in horticulture, whether it's planting a a backyard garden or uh, an ornamental landscape um, or a green lawn. Those things bring quality of life, not just aesthetically, but um, I've read research on how green spaces reduce the instance of psychiatric disorders and things like that because there's this there's this effect it has on on us as humans when you see green spaces and so that interaction not just for the health of the body like i said in in the oxygen that is produced but also for the aesthetic um that that translates into mental peace at some level and I think you're providing these, these spaces that people come home from work, as my dad related, um, they're looking to, to unwind. They're looking to, to kind of go into their cave and have a peaceful moment um, uh, or into their back, you know secret garden and have a peaceful moment and, and contemplate um, how, how great life can be. And so we're creating some of those spaces and um, making them healthy. And in a way where we're providing for people Quality of life, and um, I just think it's, it's rewarding. So, whenever I can talk to somebody and maybe give them a little, you know, tidbit on how to take care of that vegetable garden or uh, on how to diagnose a plant or a lawn that isn't doing well, and we can help them get that back to health, it's very re- rewarding because you might give them a little something where the more we know about something, it seems like the more we become passionate or at least want to tell others. So, you're kind of creating this chain reaction potentially. Um, of passion that gets translated to a person who, in their life, they might not have came across a company like ours and learned about something about plants and just discarded it and said, well, these are my likes and my hobbies. Maybe you can start them on a path uh, of discovery to a really great hobby slash enjoyment of quality of life because you shared something with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah have you seen that in some of your customers? Like, do you, because, so I'll, I'll just tell you how I'm feeling from this conversation. It sounds like you really do try to educate your customers. Yes. And so do you, have you, have you seen that? Oh, one,
1: one of my, <laughs> one of my greatest joys is to have, you know, a, a homeowner where, you know, a lot of times it might be the wife that, that brought us in or, or, or one of, one of the either the the husband or the wife that brings us in and the other one's like, Well, that's that's their thing, you know? So you're you're kind of working with them, they're real, um, you know, they're questioning about a lot of things and you're answering those questions. But then along the way when you start to see maybe the spouse kind of peek around the corner and listen, um, you might not always see it in that instance, but I've had stories where a couple of years later the spouse comes around and in one instance I'm thinking about the husband who just didn't buy into it. he's like, You know what? I wish this was all green concrete and you know, it's it's costly to maintain and you know what? I just wish it was green and I can do what I do, you know? And so he <laughs> he, he ended up selling a particular house that we had worked at, bought another house and he goes, The first call we're gonna make is we gotta call Chad in here to make this place look as great as the other place <laughs> And uh, you made him a believer. And and that was exciting because we went from this guy who you know, saw green spaces as well as long as it's colored green, it could be it could be hard surfaces, it could be non-living. It didn't matter to him to uh, an individual that now was buying into the process of these do bring enjoyment to myself, but also bring value to the property and quality of life. So we turned him into a believer. We, he's a convert. Yeah, you know. So uh, yeah,
2: I had uh, a woman come to me at church. Well, and she said, "Is Chad your son?" I said, yes, he is. She says, well, I didn't realize that, but he works on my property, and he saved five of my bushes, and I am so excited. <laughs> said, those were my favorite bushes, and he saved them. And I think those are the, the things that, uh, you know, bring bring joy to you. You know, when they come back, and we have uh, customers that says, you know, I I gotta I gotta tell my friends about this. As a matter of fact, one. Uh, uh, it says, you got to put a sign out here. He says, everybody comes by and says, your place looks so beautiful. Who's doing the landscaping? You need to put a sign out there. Well, whether I put a sign out there wasn't the, what mattered. It was the fact that he appreciated what we'd done, and he was wanting to share it with someone else. And uh, another uh, great thing about uh, landscaping and horticulture is that you build relationships. We know that um, life is made up of relationships. You know, sometimes, you, you, you meet people, but when they become uh, relational, everything changes. And uh, you 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 remember their birthdays, or you they have special occasions. You are you are invited. You part. You become part of their uh, their lifestyle. And the appreciation isn't just what you did, is but who, who you are and what you have created for them to enjoy. And so passing that on to, to someone else. And the, the fact that we you know the environment affects everyone. Everyone affects, appreciates whether, the, no matter how much they're into it or how little they're into it, they, they appreciate the environment and people that don't know much about it get, and get involved in environmental uh, projects. And what I get excited about is to be able to tell them that I'll pick up an acorn and I'll, I'll put it in their hand. I said, do you know that God created everything that is necessary for that that uh, acorn to become a large oak tree. That you could remember planting when you were young and growing old with that tree, and now your children come enjoy that the shade of that that tree. But it was all in that that little acorn, and you get excited about it.
0: I think that's kind of contagious when you explain it like that. Yeah. When, yeah. Then, do you think that you know this has? been in you since you were young is that like an excitement that you think was always there or do you think that was cultivated by your father and then cultivated by your father
2: I think people uh, people influence people and either for good or for, for bad but when, when, it, when you uh, can influence them to the point of um, sustaining your body and even your soul and your family and giving them something that they can work with they can enjoy, but it benefits more than just themselves. More than just a bank account. More, more than just uh, one or two individuals. But as you grow in this, you have these more, more of these uh, uh, relationships that you you actually become a family. And uh, as you, you grow as a community, and it's pretty neat to look back over the the many years. I was just going back over some of the records the other day. You know, realizing that you know. Uh, back 60 years ago, one of my customers called the other day and he said, Do you know I've been working for him for 60 years? It's hard wow. to believe. But it, it was good. Now his, his son calls me. We do work for the son, and who knows who. Uh, uh, and I worked for his uh, two brothers, I worked for his, his nephews. One would tell the other, and we'd be, we became a family. And uh, that, that's very rewarding. Uh, we know that we're going to have to work in life. And as my father would say, then find something you're going to enjoy because you're gonna work more than you do anything else in life. And if you're enjoying it, you'll have a a peaceful, rewarding life that you can share with your children.
0: Okay, so this is kind of a personal question for me because I see that you've instilled the love of outdoors in your son and it was instilled in you. How do you think you did that without, because I, I feel like as a parent, like if I really want my kids to like something, it almost works against me. <laughs> how, do you, how did you do it without making him, you know, because you said maybe you didn't, we weren't excited about going to school at first. Like, how did, how do you think you did that so successfully?
2: I, I think working with it and being part of a plan and a purpose, a goal. Uh, I remember, you know, when he was younger, we, of course, uh, do uh, the landscaping servicing. You need, vehicles and as a teenager he wanted a vehicle and I I was steering him towards a truck that would be uh, or a vehicle that would be beneficial to him and to others and uh, and he would see how I would have vehicles that uh, you know we would we would haul loam and mulch and so forth but in the winter we would plow snow and uh, so I encourage him you know I said if you're if you're just getting a, a vehicle that your friends want to hop in, and they're going to want to go and party. They're going to do other things, and and that's not a necessarily a bad thing. But when it becomes a habit, then usually it, it takes you away from family, takes you away from uh, accomplishing something. Whereas with uh, a vehicle, that I tell them, you know, supposing you know one of your friends needs a couch moved, you got a pickup truck, and uh, a neighbor needs some help, you can help. And if you get a four-wheel drive, you can plow snow. and You can make money. You can put money aside. And I encouraged him to put money aside to buy his own. I didn't want to just be providing everything for them. Uh, I wanted him to work for it, set a goal, accomplish that goal, set another goal, maybe a little bit higher, and work towards that goal and achieve that and then begin to believe that if, with hard work, you can accomplish anything. So growing up, I think that seat
1: was planted by those things that he he did, and I saw him do, and he brought me as a young child on the job, even if I could only, you know, sit on the seat. I mean, I remember, I don't know how I remember this, but I remember not even getting paid to come for <laughs> it, because it's like, what are you doing today? Nothing, Dad. I don't think I'm doing anything, it's a Saturday. Nope, let's go, get in the truck, we're going, and uh, you'd end up going on to a job, and to barely lift a barrel or, or or do things like that, but it was uh, those moments that I think started to cultivate an enjoyment for it. And then just the way I was raised and around my not just my father but my grandfather they're they're both my heroes even today. Um, and so to me, going into horticulture, um, although I didn't always see it as clear as now, but on, in hindsight, it was um, there was no higher calling, you know. to to work the earth, to, to do what we were created to do. I think there's a connection in everyone that uh, to the earth and in and, and, and creation. So I think some people suppress it. I think others take enjoyment out of, you know, hiking mountains and, and um, backpacking and, and, and just, you know, running on an athletic field. Um, but then others... I like to think that we're a little more enlightened at times that we understand how that connection is, so we want to improve that connection for other people, and so that passion comes mm-hmm. through. But it's not a selfish, you know, passion. It's a passion that says, "I enjoy this, and I I know you'll enjoy it too, because I think that there's a connection there that you're missing uh, with with life and how fast paced it is. But getting back in touch with this connection, you don't have to do this for a living, and and work and toil you know, for, for days and weeks, but you can have this enjoyment in your backyard that you can look at and go, wow, what a pleasure to come home and 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 enjoy this. And it really is a relaxing place for me to recharge and get back onto life. But I think some people suppress that. And when we can kind of help them reveal that or have their eyes open to what we do and, and, and the passion, because in life, not everybody will un- understand right away what you're so excited about but they'll buy into the fact that you're passionate about it, at first. And then along the way, hopefully, they start to, to take that in and become passionate as well.
0: What three tips would you give to someone, what do you think they need to know if they're thinking about coming into a career? Like, three tips that they need to, to work in the green industries, in lawn care, landscaping, or as a horticulturalist?
2: Well, I would say uh, realizing that family ma- matters and that it's a, an occupation where you could uh, easily bring your family into it, they could enjoy it, uh, to what extent and to whatever extent. Um, then to, uh, to take the appreciation of the outdoors and say, I can be a part of this, I can help make this better, I can make this more enjoyable for others, and in the process I'm going to enjoy it, my family will enjoy it, and you're sharing something that's beneficial, not just a part-time job, it's a it's a lifetime job, and it has great rewards. And uh, with with the gifts that God gives us, their abilities and so forth, uh, put to work to um, not only better your life but to better the life of others. It it just it uh, it brings things back to you that are so rewarding that you want to pass it on. You want to share it not only with your family but you would want others. I remember. Growing up as a boy and seeing, you know, the, like the Peg Lorinis from Central Nursery and uh, other uh, DeMarcos and so forth, their sons working with their father. And he said, boy, that, that's pretty neat. They get to be with their family, but they get to grow a business that will provide for them and the families to come from that. And in the process, you're benefiting so many people and making their life better because of your, the, the gifts that you have and you share with others because of my philosophy about life of always being
1: mentored and always mentoring. Um, I kind of look at it as, as a pitcher. you know, you're, you're always trying to fill your picture from somebody else that you look up to that's mentoring you, but then you pour your pitcher into somebody else. Um, so I would say find a mentor that's doing what you want to do and ask them all sorts of questions. See if you can follow them around. <laughs> if you can, um, so mentoring uh, is a big one, and then I would say from that those those nuggets, what I would call uh, you know those gold nuggets that I would hear from other people in the industry, like my grandfather, my father as well as those around that I would oh that's a gold nugget i got I gotta take that and write that down. Take what that mentor says and and then apply you know education and learning. I think we're we're all here to be. Um, educated to learn more. Like, why would you only want to know the surface uh, of a subject? Why not Why not go deep? Especially if it's something that's going to bring life um, quality, but also provide for your family. Why wouldn't you want to know every aspect of that? Ask, find out, what's the why? Follow it to a resolution, and it to an answer. Um, so educate. Every day I tell my guys, um, you know, the day you think you know it all, you've stopped learning that day. So continue to, to, to be in that position where you're ready to learn. And then the third thing I would say is that it's, you know, life is about relationships, you know, uh, relationships with your family, um, relationships with your customers, relationships with those in the industry. And taking that mentorship, um, that education, and then finding the balance of that with relationship because re- re- relationship will really weather the storm of your learning curve of not doing the job right or a customer just not understanding, you know, what the expectation levels were. Either you didn't communicate it well enough or they just had enough, uh, an understanding that wasn't there. A relationship will weather that storm. So so invest into relationships. Yeah. Um, and I think those three things really are the key to furthering yourself in business, however big or small you'd like to get. I think if you em- employ those and and you'd be surprised how well you can accelerate. Sometimes we think, you know, we're supposed to just be an island. And well I can't I can't give I can't give the secrets of the you know proprietary blend of herbs and spices that we employ, but I believe education is free and is for everyone. So that's that's probably more why I teach on this one-to-one interpersonal level. It's not to show people how much knowledge I have, but it's to, to share the experience and have them get enjoyment and possibly um, learn something from that.
0: If you were sitting down with some parents with, uh, that had a high school student that were, was interested in coming and working, what would you say to that parent in terms of what kind of career options there were? What would you say to kind of convince that um, high school parent to foster that career choice for them?
1: Um, I would say in life, you know, some people over time have pushed their, their parents have pushed their kids into careers with the thought of, well, money solves all problems. And we all know that if we sit down and have a heart to heart, that money does not solve all problems. There's plenty of rich person that, um, that is not happy in life and their problems are not solved. They have the same uh, problems that we have, you know, rain falls on everybody, whether you're you're good or you're evil, <laughs> rain falls on you, whether you're rich or you're poor, um, life affects us all. And so I would say money is important. It's important to pay your bills, and you can run a very viable company in this industry. The, the trades have been overlooked. Um, they've been looked at as um, certain things that they are not, uh, because people see on the surface level. And there is a lot of people that work in this industry that might only you know, scratch the surface of what truly is involved in creating green spaces and working in the green industry. Um, but it goes much deeper. There's a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of education behind it uh, at times. And certainly there's a ton of experience. But with that comes comes a job that not only pays for the bills and you can make very good money at, but there comes this quality of life, this, this enjoyment of what you do. You know, we wake up every day and are excited to go to work. How many people can say that? Um, I, I talked to friends that, you know, they, they took the right job, they got the right degree, and they're going to work their 20 years and retire and get their pension, but they're miserable. And they're they're counting down the days and, and minutes and seconds to when they can retire. Um, my philosophy uh, is that I don't want to retire. Do I want to slow down at some point and enjoy some finer things in life? Absolutely. But this, what we do, is really um, so much a part of what I do if I didn't do this for a living it would be my hobby if I have issues in life it becomes my therapy uh, horticultural therapy is something I believe is from you know a kindergarten age to a, to hundred and five it's something that this industry provides for this broad spectrum of ages uh, but it also provides for um, this depth of of you know, not only creativity and art, but also the science and the knowledge. It's this well-balanced phenomena, I think. I don't know that there's other other occupations you can talk about where it's both art and science at the same time. And you can delve into one more deeper than the other, but it it really does uh, provide for not just monetary gain, um, education, enjoyment, relationships—some of my best relationships are in this industry because we have this commonality of, of of a love for horticulture. But then the quality of life and 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 the relaxation and those things that we think about that we want to do on a weekend. It, it, this industry covers the broad spectrum of all of that, and I I would think that the whole uh, the holistic or the totality of this occupation. Um, provides far more than any other occupation out there. And that, that's why I'm a believer in it, and I, I live
2: it every day. Yeah, um, well, I would encourage uh, them to always encourage uh, education. Education brings understanding. Understanding brings wisdom. Wisdom bring, brings a better life, better choices. And uh, for uh, to ch- share that with, with someone and uh, finding their place, education, or the, uh, the purpose of that education, whatever it might be, and what I love about the uh, green industry that is so varied, you know, from farming your own garden to hardscapes uh, to designing, even uh, operating a business, the accounting part of it uh, and managing part of it. I mean, there's so much room, so many areas that you can develop it that, that will that hooks you in to uh, a greater lifestyle of individuals uh, with uh, relationships grow by the years, and, uh, you know, getting to know people on a first-name basis and then spending time with them is, is grand. I, we've been invited to, you know, do the golf course, you know, with some of our, our, our clients and uh, you, you don't have a whole lot of time for that,
0: <laughs> it
2: seems, because you're just enjoying what you're doing. But to have um, family members that are involved in different areas and aspects of the business. Uh, his, his daughter, is she's 18 years old now. She's helping out in the office, and so she's learning how to entreat people, how to uh, re- record uh, business and, and uh, manage, and uh, who knows where that will lead her in the future. Uh, hopefully, someday, she'll be the woman that runs our business. <laughs> who knows? She's enjoying it, and... And uh, I'll tell you, it's a, people that work with their hands and have been educated, in their minds have better understanding of what life is all about, and you and you're able to, to live it together. And uh, there's so much in the world today that you know could be distracting. But I think if you focus in on on things that um, bring value to your family and to your environment, uh, is a it's not only practical, but it's very rewarding in in the long term.
0: I'd like to thank my guests and you. Thank you so much for joining me. To learn more, visit our website at growingfuturesri.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We hope you'll continue to join us on this journey because Growing Futures Rhode Island wants to help people launch careers that are both good for them and the land they care for. We love hearing your feedback, so reach out to us with questions, comments, and suggestions for future podcasts at growingfuturesri.org. That's growingfuturesri.org.